and welcome back to another episode of What Is This Feeling? A podcast where I talk about everything gay, theatre, drag, spirituality and sex. My name is Piotr and I'm a Pisces and this week we're going to talk about being confused. I'm so confused. What makes you confused? We're going to talk about it all today in What Is This Feeling? I'm so confused. Going back to way, way, way far back. The first times I proper felt confused was in school when I was five, six years old and I was just doing my own thing, um, loving the Spice Girls, loving all the girly stuff and I was confused why I was picked on and it just didn't make sense and, and for years, even in my teens, I was like, why do people pick and make fun and bully people like me just for trying to do what they want to do. I, I still find that so weird. Still now. Still, I still find it ridiculously weird and confusing why other people try to take other people down for who they are. Hey, we're going straight deep into it this episode. But yeah, that makes me confused. And the fun thing is, I've discovered that they are confused. Hey, ding dong. So I'm reading this cute Healing Your Inner Child book. And uh, I'm, in, <laughs> I'm at the episode of a preschooler. So between the years three and six, I'm going back to when I was three and six and trying to heal that part of my life. Now, in the chapter about that, the, the writer, well, it was written uh, and published in the 90s, the early 90s, I think 91. And the writer already told he was um, brought up very religious and blah, blah, blah. Now, in the chapter, he says, after three years old, homosexuality can be developed. And I got so pissed off by all these kind of weird missed information about people that don't know what they're talking about. And it is so weird how you could write and publish a very best-selling book and have this kind of weird information about it. And in a book, it's a lovely book and it really helps me, but it just hold so many heteronormative um, stereotypes and yes it, it, it is it's very old-fashioned and and, and um, it should should be updated so I was like thinking like why why would you make a statement out of something to a group of people that you are not belong to you you are not like that and why would you make kind of a formal written, thing about it and that's why i think people think gay people or queer people bisexual trans anybody who's out of the norm is confused about who they are because they can't relate to that i think the whole kind of unwritten written rule of going into school and getting taught what well, i got taught boys should be with girls you're gonna get married get a house get a tree get a animal whatever get a pet whatever and that's your life and then everything that happens alongside is just seen as weird and and it's almost like everybody needs to be vanilla and but I want to be you know lemon sorbet and some people don't like that which is fine but I'm very confused why other confused people need to project their confusement on me to make me confused Hello, the circle is round. That's it. The circle is round. 
Yes. Oh, and one thing I got so confused by, um, when I went to uh, America uh, for my birthday, I went to San Francisco and Los Angeles, and I was looking for some fun gay bars, and there was one bar with food, and I was like, let's go there. So we walked past, and we even went in it, and it was a sports gay bar with football playing and it was packed and it was because I think it was popular with food as well and it was packed with just gays watching football and I was so confused and so weirdly triggered because I got really triggered by football and supporters and everything and I was like why is the in what kind of universe are we in what kind of dimension have we traveled to that there are gay bars where sport is shown that was so weird to me so, it really it still is if i think about it so weird very confused my pulse is rushing my head is reeling my face is flushing what is this show I want to go straight into a show I saw a couple of days ago. And when I was preparing for this podcast, I wrote down um, the quote, shows that make me go, what the fuck? And I was thinking about shows that would confuse me and like, you know, make me think. And then a couple of days ago, I saw the new production of Oklahoma here in the West End at the Wyndham Theatre. And I don't like the show. I, because of the, the, the script, I think it's just really boring, uh, the script, the music, if it's done very as it is done back in the day. And when I was, went to GSA, we did it as well, and I thought it was ridiculously boring. But this production, this incredible production, had me confused and fulfilled and intrigued, and it was incredible. So if you don't know it, it's a show about farmers, people back in the whatever time, um, just living their best life, just chopping wood and, you know, trying to get the girls and stuff and, and um, seeing them as property and stuff. So how it was directed, it was in a way out of this world. It was almost like the director wrote down 20 ideas of how he could do a, sh a scene he rolled the dice and he just picked a scene and he just did that. It was so... After the interval, uh, after the first act, I was like, I have no idea what they're going to do in the second act. I was curious on how they would do it with the lights and the sound and the, the acting. And, and it went from literally zero to a hundred to back to minimalism, to a cappella, to film, to... it was It was so good. And I was... As a viewer, I was so alert and alive, and it was incredible. I would, yeah, yeah. It's almost really hard to uh, sell it because it has such like an own vibe, and it shows that current. It shows a lot of current themes, and I think that's why I really enjoyed it. That they used the script as it is and used a lot of themes, and even made some twists um, with how it, in a way, should be and how it really is now um and yeah it's oklahoma it's talking about the country it's talking about a piece of land people that live on a piece of land and how weirdly it is yeah okay 
is enough talk. I, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Now, going to, back to um, GSA, we've had some, uh, I did some mock auditions, like sometimes every week uh, a random casting director or like person from the industry would come in and would have mock auditions with us. This time there was uh, someone from Disney came in and we had to sing a song from Disney. So I sang uh, her voice from The Little Mermaid and I sang it and then he was like, great, just uh, do it again. And then I want you to stand at the back. So I stood at the back of the classroom and then I sang the song again. Not really sure what he meant. And at that time I was a bit like, he was so confident with that note that he gave me. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, so I did it again at the back of the classroom and that was in. And, and when I was done, he was like, oh, okay, well, thank you. And he was confused. And I was like, well, I'm confused now with what you meant. And then after the class, a classmate came up to me. She was like, I had no idea what he wanted from you. So still to this day, I don't really know what he wanted to do, me to do. If he wanted me to walk forward and with the whatever confusion. Now. If you are in a dance class and if you're working on a show with a choreographer, things might change. It's a given. Things might change each day. Things might change every minute. So I remember doing a show at GSA and, uh, you know, some people are more dancers, some people are more focused actors, singers, whatever. And there was uh, this one person in class and every time there would be a change of a dance move, big or small, he would get confused and he would ask the choreographer what the meaning was for this move. He needed to have kind of a acting direction for um, the dance move. Otherwise, it didn't make sense for him, which is uh, fair. But the whole thing about dancing is, is that you tell the story and that you inter interpret it yourself as well, I think. So he was quite confused. Now, the... I was sometimes quite confused when I did um, a show a couple of years ago and um, the choreographer would do a routine. He would say, okay, this are the first eight counts. So he did like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then we're like, okay, cool. And then he did it again. And then he did something, I don't want to say totally different, but he changed counts up. He mixed things up. And I was literally looking at the dance captain and the dance captain was like, I will, I will fix all of this. We, we will make it work because I think she worked with that person before. So she was a bit like, yeah, it's, it's okay. We, we, we're going to find out. We're going to just make it do it our own <laughs> because every time he would get over the dance moves again, he would just change it and do count. So confusion, confusion in the theater. Oh, mama, it's drag. Oh, like I said, confusion comes from an outer, an outer person or outer thing that makes you feel confused and, and is doubting who you are or what you're thinking and stuff. So, for example, if you watch um, a television show, for example, Drag Race, <laughs> you know, and um, you are watching it and you go with the flow from the from what they want you to see with the stories and stuff. And it is... I'm rewatching season 10 now again from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race every whatever time I'm rewatching things. And I see different things now. I see um, less of what the television program wants me to see and more of 
just the bits of what they are showing, if that makes sense. Um, you know, uh, I don't want to blame it on the edit, but there is, uh, if you look at season five with Eliza and Kokomon Trees, Jinx, Detox, Alaska, that series is almost the most edited, commercialized series, uh, almost from the whole franchise, I feel. Um, there is a scene where they are on a bus. I think it's one of the first episodes um, where they're on a bus and they're like waving and doing a dance and stuff. And then very edited, you see uh, uh, celebrities in brackets on the side of the road, just waving and they're waving. And Kokomon Trees, in her boy confessionals, she says, oh my God, all those celebrities waving at me, which is totally made up. Because there wasn't no celebrities on the side of the road. They were literally just edited in. So, confusion. What do you want to believe? What do they want us to believe? And that's why I love um, watching videos of Roscoe. On, uh, Roscoe is a, is a gay bar in Chicago. And every week they... When Drag Race is on, they watch Drag Race and Nisha Lopez, Betty Davis and Caramel DeVille are hosting it. And every time there's a Drag Race girl or girls on as well. And they are spilling literally all the tea about what is actually happening. And from my, pre pre from my previous episode about stories, I love hearing those backstage stories as well. And sometimes it's just nice to hear to say like... No, they're really, you know, having control of a television program. They're really trying to write a story. They're really trying to push this narrative and everything. So I sometimes feel confused when certain people get kicked off the show. And I'm like, they are doing really well. And I think they should be seen more. And they get kicked off. And I'm like, what was the reason? <laughs> and um, so that's why I get sometimes confused. And it's very refreshing seeing... You know, YouTube videos like that, like Roscoe's viewing parties, um, that they talk like, hey, this is, you know, what happened backstage, or this is what happened with producers, or this is what, you know, what is really happening. Because, you know, it's a TV show. It's a reality TV show that is a bit scripted, you know. Welcome to the Zen Garden. I feel everything comes with waves a bit, if that makes sense. You know, you... Um, learn things in life, you discover things in life. And I think with, um, for example, spirituality and like uh, card reading that I do, it's uh, trusting yourself and trusting the process. And, you know, confusion and doubt is absolutely in there as well. For example, I did a, uh, a reading for a friend and she asked something about relationships and her love life. And I kept talking about her family and and uh how they would respond to something or like how they would be involved um and then i was like why am i why am i even saying this i'm so um, yeah and then after the reading she was i said like i'm not sure if, if anything made sense and then she was like no i'm like maybe seeing someone and i was curious how my family should would react to it and stuff so it was very unlogical for what I was saying, um, which was not confusing at all for my friend, but was very confusing for myself. And sometimes it's it's interesting when you do readings for people that you know, um, because you have already a feeling for it. 
sometimes it's uh, harder and sometimes I've got another friend and I am absolutely feeling how they are feeling um, but I can't, I can't I can't say anything because they are not asking me for uh, you know any help or any guidance or whatever so I'm like yeah I'm just viewing it as a as a patron in a theater and going back a little bit to more of the mental health kind of uh, side of it like I said in, in the beginning if we get taught everything that is out there in the world of who you are and the people who are and how you can be and that you are in control of who you are and that you don't have to follow a certain book that you don't have to follow certain people's mindsets and other people's rules it would have made life so much easier and i think i think that the, there is a shift in in life and, and i was in a school uh, a couple of years ago and i've seen 15 16 year olds already expressing themselves and being in that kind of uh, group of people that are similar as them and that made me so happy and uh, happy to see lots of queer people already kind of in their in their ownership and I wish it would already go back to a very more more younger age that people can be who they are and that you get taught you can love anybody in the world and the most important person to love is yourself and I think that the shift comes also from teachers I think the teachers that I had in my primary school had no clue, no idea, no friends who are from the queer community had no idea what actually is happening, especially in a small town they had no clue so it's almost like with what kind of tools can you educate people? I think school is not about learning, it, it, of course it's about learning and, and subject and you know history, math, whatever language but I think it's so important to have these social classes and these social kind of development, mental health kind of sessions. I remembered my father when he was teaching, he had um, a segment in his class in, in the week where kids could ask a question to someone and give a compliment to someone or like ask like, hey, you said that to me. Uh, during the break and I didn't like it I just want you to know that I, I felt involved. it was a very kind of social emotional kind of section in their class where they can just talk about stuff instead of learning things going on a break get bullied get back to school and the teachers don't do anything and don't know how to respond to any of that that's how it went for me and you know back in the more back in the day with you know schools like my parents I don't even think that was even a thing so I feel things are getting more colorful and more open and that and I think that will absolutely get rid of all the confusion that all the kids have out there when they grow up I think that's as well like why sometimes queer people don't really want kids because they don't want their kids to go through the same they went to that is for me, I I don't really, really want to have kids because I don't want to risk that sensation of uh, 
them feeling the same kind of shit way going to a school and going through life for at least 20 years before thinking, hey, I can be who I can be and I am proud of who I can be. Confusion. <laughs> So the same thing with, um, you know, when you don't know about something, you can be confused about it because you don't know what it is and you can, you know, all go to, oh, I'm going to have a judgment about that um, and I'm going to act upon that to tell other people that there's, that's horrible. For example, I was at a party and with a mixed group of people and sexualities and genders and at one point people were talking about porn and sex and stuff and somebody showed uh, a video i think we were talking about a specific person and there was like a porn actor and we we looked on a very small clip of like two guys fucking and then a couple of girls were like reacting so aggressive aggressively so like repulsed from it and i was like calm down brenda just because you don't know it and because you don't do it and then why would you react to something like that if straight porn would show up, then I'm not going to react repulsed and weird just because it's not my thing. I think ed education is really important. There is a, a really cool podcast called, um, you can listen to that after this podcast, it's called What's the Safe Word? And it's done by two guys and it's um, they talk about lots of sex stuff, lots of gay stuff, um, lots of fetishes and they they just talk about it and they educate people and they they uh have got a youtube channel as well where they just educate people in how safely and enjoyable you can do this cool fetish stuff that is so important because you build your own barriers for it for example really stupid i was um looking up a little bit to do this podcast because i thought i was not very prepared i thought i wasn't really in the mood and then i said to myself why am i holding myself back why am i looking up against doing uh, doing this and then the same with so many people that are hearing stuff that they don't know they build a barrier up uh, up against it and they're gonna judge it straight away so and sex is one of the things that get judged so particularly and so that's why I think it's really important to educate yourself in sex and all the other stuff that you can experiment with sex. And then your confusion will go from I'm confused to, hey, I tried it or I looked into it and I think I like it. Or I think I've discovered I don't like it, but I accept and respect the people that do like it. And it is it is just interesting how you, you know... If you talk about any clothing, if you talk about any sexy clothing that you have, if it's leather, latex, even just normal, in brackets, fabric that is very sexy or very revealing or not very revealing, if you haven't tried it, then you don't know. I feel it's very imp important to get out of this, uh, this confusion, especially when you talk about sex. Because... For example, I, I'm not into feet and I don't, uh, I don't get the, the, the vibe of it. Uh, I understand that people do it and I find it cool that people do it. Um, and on my Instagram, I saw uh, someone had their own shop with, you know, clothing, but also sex stuff, uh, lubes, fun clothing, usually for um, male representing. And it's called Gayest. And I, I got lube from there before, I think, and some poppers. They had some sale on. 
and I was looking and I saw these socks and I thought those are really fun so I bought two pairs of socks and I'm not even into like socks and stuff and but I thought that would be fun to just have some cool pairs of socks and if if that is that I'm just wearing it to a night out or if I would have sex I'm just seeing how it feels and how life goes and then you know if it's fun it's fun if it's not fun you know you're not gonna do it but I wasn't really confused about it it was just like oh this is interesting I'm just gonna try it out I still sometimes feel people are overhyping and oversexualizing people who are the norm. And that's why I am confused by sometimes how I feel about people who don't look like the norm. Like I've I've got a friend and he sometimes sends me a, a picture of someone and he says, "Oh, this person is so hot." And I was like, "Well, in a very kind of boring way of yes, a lot of people will find that hot because it's just a muscular man but I want to see more than just knowing you have a gym membership like I want to I want to have a connection with you or like I just want to find your body intriguing to find it sexy I don't think I've ever been like proper confused during sex I think I've thought of oh, where is this going to go? Or like, what's going to happen? Which could be a little bit confusing. <laughs> I just looked the the meaning of confuse and it says, unable to think clearly, bewildered, or lacking order, and so difficult to understand. Now, I have absolutely been not thinking clearly and been have been bewildered during sex, I will tell you that. So I, I, I have been confused. I have been very confused during sex then. Hmm. And on that note, I'm gonna pull my card. La 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 la. Amazing. I'm gonna pull a card for you, an angel card for you for this week. From the same deck I usually pull it from, from Kyle Gray's Oracle Guide deck. This card is for you for this week. Thank you so much, angels. Thank you so much for guiding my lovely listeners through this week and giving them what they need. And what they need to know is surrender we have this before surrender peaceful it's it's i get really joyful energy from this card now um it's like you're doing a little dance you're doing a little like yes this is it i'm going this is a joyous moment and i'm gonna nurture this and i'm gonna i'm gonna hold it i'm gonna hold on to this nice energy i'm gonna go on this joyful ride and it's almost like um, you're letting a lot of things pass you by that doesn't serve you. A little bit of stress, a little bit of shit, a little bit of stupid people around you. They just pass by and you're just nicely focused and enjoying your time. You're enjoying yourself. You're enjoying what you're doing right now. And that's what that's why you focus on this week. Lovely people, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions for me, if you have any topics you want me to do, if you have any juicy, squeezy, pushy questions for me, pushy. If you have any, ooh, about. <clears throat> if you have any peachy, squishy, juicy. If you have any juicy questions for me, you can send me a message on What Is This Feeling podcast on Instagram. Send me a message. Send me a voice note. Do whatever you like. 
Thank you so much for listening again. Hopefully you are not confused anymore. And if you are confused, it's okay. Thank you so much for listening. Listen to your feelings. Your feelings are valid. You are valid. Have an amazing week. Bye.